Hey, welcome to Braves Country. On this episode of the Braves Country podcast, we take the show on the road to Smith's Old Bar, presented by Live at the Print Shop. Special guests include Ryan Klesko, World Series champion from 1995, and stories that you've never heard before about teammates like Chipper Jones and David Justice. He tells the story about the time he got hit in the face while playing for the Padres, but it happened here in Atlanta. Who was the first person on the field to make sure he was okay? Ryan will tell you in his own words. Also, live music and baseball conversations with driving and crying frontman Kevin Kenny and beloved Atlanta singer Michelle Malone. Ed Rowland from Collective Soul sneaks in and even plays a song at the end. You cannot miss this episode of Braves Country. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all. It's- the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Miss. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Braves Country Podcast Live. Buddy, I got to tell you, this uh, came together so last minute. And it was really, really cool to, to watch Scott Munn build this and, and have so many cool people come hang out with us. And I can't thank you enough for, for coming here to Smith's Old Bar, which is an Atlanta you know staple. This is the, one of the coolest places in the city to see live music. As you come up, you see all Smith's the Old Bar. Of all the, the, you know, the people that have played here, and, and it's just really, really unbelievable. So thank you so much for, uh, for joining us here at the first ever live Braves Country podcast event sponsored by Live at the Print Shop. Adam Blank, thank you so much for making all this happen. So, you know, Scott, if you listen to the podcast, you know, Scott, you know me a little bit. I want to introduce you to everybody else. You already know all of them, but, uh, but it's so cool to be sitting up here with them and, and to have you here with us too, Adam Blank. And then Kevin Kenny. You know Kevin Kenny? Goodness gracious, the singer of Atlanta's band, Driving and Crying. I think the next person to join the Georgia Music Hall of Fame will be Michelle Malone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just my gut. That's what my gut tells me. If there's anything right with the world, that, that's what'll happen. And then finally, because we all love the Atlanta Braves, that's why we're, we're, we're like kindred spirits, right? We're all Braves fans. World Series champion Ryan Klesko is sitting up here. 
I don't know that it gets much better here. than that. So, so Kevin, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. It's so kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> it's nice to be here. <laughs> it is. Michelle, thank you so much for I taking know, the my time. My pleasure. And, and you know, two of two of the uh, the very first guests, and 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 Ryan for coming up, man, and 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 hanging with us. Thank you so much. I watched the World Series. Did you? <laughs> That's. I think everybody does. I see some World Series no, swag out here, t-shirts and and sweatshirts, and it makes sense. And World Series caps. We got old school throwbacks with uh, Milwaukee break. We got the uh, the satin style Braves jackets. I'm a little jealous. Do you keep any of that stuff, Ryan? Did you keep any of that stuff? Like all the, because I mean, I still have my old U.S. Navy uniforms, but they're in a closet because I can't fit into them anymore. Oh yeah, I, I got all that stuff. It's in boxes and totes and all, it's all changing colors and all kinds of crazy stuff. That's right. That's so good. But, uh, but it's, it's going to be a fun night and, uh, and thank you all for being here. Yeah, and Michelle Malone, uh, she loves baseball so much that she went ahead and made, uh, well, some folks made for her her own bobblehead right look here. Look at that. And uh, I think she has a few of them over there at the merchandise along with Kevin's paintings that uh, you got to check out. We got Kevin Kenny paintings right over there. That's exactly right. But uh, I, think we, I think we ought to do a little Braves chat to get things started, though, Tug. Yeah, and I wanted good. to go ahead and address the whole Freddie Freeman thing. And let's hear from a first baseman who won the World Series and then went and played out West and even dealt with labor disputes a guy who can really relate, Ryan, tell us all about what Freddie Freeman, the Freddie Freeman situation. Just tell, walk us through what happened. Well, you know, Freddie, you know, everybody, it, sentimentally, everybody wanted him to stay. You know, he's such a big part of the, you know, the last so many years he's played and, and he's done so much for, for the city. Um, but that being said, it's, it's a business decision. It always comes down to that. And quite honestly, um, I kind of seen it coming. Freddie's from that area. Yeah. Freddie and I grew up, uh, in the same area. He went to Fountain Valley High School. I went to Westminster. We're all in Orange County. So he's going back home. Uh, he won a World Series here. Everybody wanted him to stay here. Um, being that he didn't sign that contract right, I kind of had a feeling back of my, you know, I was kind of feeling, eh, I think he's going to want to go back home to finish his career and play in front of his family. And that's similar to what happened to me. You know, mm -hmm. I was in Atlanta. I got traded. I went back home, went to San Diego. And it was nice for me. I was, I was mad at first because, you know, he's part of the whole thing here yeah, right we but, made it happen yeah so i was mad at first and then he got john sherholtz called me and said hey you know i hate to say this but you know we're trading you and i was and he said but you know i got a good i got good news part of that you're going back home to play so that was that was good and i had a great time i went and changed it for the world i got to i got to play in front of my family my friends high school guys um you know my mom had a place right there uh some of the guys that I grew up playing high school ball with and against each other were teammates of mine. There was a whole, there was like seven guys on that team out of the nine that were literally in Southern California, and we played against each other in like travel ball at yeah. this, before travel ball really hit. Uh, Mark Loretta, Phil Nevin, Mark Kotze, myself, Trevor Hoffman, all were Orange County guys. That's amazing. And, and maybe you don't know this, but uh, Ryan's son is a really, really good baseball player. And I know that's very surprising to a lot of people. <laughs> but, uh, but your son, you, you said you're going to be here in Atlanta next week and then down in Jacksonville playing baseball. Yeah, he's playing a perfect game this weekend and then Jacksonville next weekend, yeah. Yeah, some of so the... Uh, we're doing the travel circuit. It's crazy. I'm telling you, I, I live that too. My son's a high school baseball player and wants to play in college and... And it's the same deal, you know. We're just we're just chasing it all the time, you know. And it's always grinded out. And I, I was telling Kenny, uh, Kevin, Kenny, there earlier uh, earlier that 
he put a lot of pressure on himself right now. You know, like it, it's kind of like Kevin was talking about with auditioning. Now he doesn't feel like he has to audition because he's got a catalog of hits that people can sing along to and know the words to all the songs, and you don't have to audition anymore. And you know, when you're when you're trying to go to college, it feels like a big old audition again. Yeah, I think he's got a couple more years before that, that, that all hits. That hits but uh, there's a lot of pressure going in. You know, high school. College, are you going to get drafted? And then, when, and yeah. if you do get drafted, you got to perform. They send you, you know, it's all kinds of crazy. It's still fun for them, but it's starting to get, you know, these some of these friends it's are starting serious. to commit. They're starting to come into colleges like at 14, 15. Which years is like eighth grade, right? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. But, you know, I can like going back to the Freddie thing. I had a feeling it was going to happen. And honestly, you know, for me, you got a younger guy in Olsen coming in from, from this area. He's got great numbers, he's younger. And and they save some money, right? They save some money to go out and get pitching. If you if you look at that offense, they're the they're gonna they're, if you look at the numbers, they're gonna be the top offense probably. I mean, they're they're stacked. Yeah, they're unless good. they all struggle. But they have the most powerful punch offensively with or without Freddie. Yeah, they just got they went and got a guy that had just as good a numbers in my opinion. And younger and yeah. and younger yeah. and less expensive. So right. they saved around eight or ten million to go get more pitching which we all need know that we need more pitching so take freddie freeman's everybody loves freddie deal take it out of it it's a great business no i doubt. know but but let's get back to the everybody loves freddie thing because yeah, michelle malone i see you over there you're a little <laughs> upset about this you're hearing about the money saved but you don't like the freddie freeman thing you miss it's freddie already it's tell painted us on your face what's going on with you over there well uh, i just want to represent the Freddie fans. Uh, which there's yeah, plenty we're, of. We're a little upset. It's an emotional thing. I understand the business aspect of it. And, you know, if you can save 5 or $10 million, why not? <laughs> That's what I was like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. Kevin, what, what do you think about Freddie going? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> the Braves are from, uh, you know, Milwaukee. So we lost the whole team. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. We woke up one day and we're like, oh, the Braves are moving to Atlanta. Great. <laughs> and so you followed them down. Yeah, and you know, until Hank Aaron came back to be a brewer, you know. That, you That's know. right. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I had to follow him down here. No, I get it. Look, so, uh, if, if you're an Atlanta you know, sports you'll recover. fan. You'll recover. Yeah, if you're an okay. Atlanta sports fan, though, you're used to losing teams. We've lost two hockey teams. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Hockey? Yeah. What's that? Exactly. Well, it's this, it's this odd thing they do. It's really cold outside, and they run around on skates. It's terrible. You never want to try it. I would avoid well, let's find out about Matt Olson. I bet you two guys know a lot about Matt Olson. Uh, to, or do you know a lot about Matt since he's a... No, just other than, you know, I've looked at his numbers. He's got great numbers. He's from Marietta, right? Yeah, he's coming home. Yeah, he's coming home. Um, but then again, we're not bashing Freddie here. We're, no, we're, Freddie no, just no. Freddie, Freddie decided to leave. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not Fre bashing yeah, him. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, no, we're not. <laughs> I know you're not, but I'm just saying he decided to leave. He, he, I mean, I'm trying to say that he, he probably decided to make that decision. He's made plenty of money. He probably just made the decision to go back home. Yeah. I had that same deal. I got traded, but I'm just kind of. Yeah, I'm trying to absolutely. explain to people kind of what the business goes on a little bit. Yeah, that, that, it does. That he decided. I didn't have the decision. They 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 sent me a pack, and I was traded. Freddie decided to sign there. Yeah. And so it's, how does everybody else feel about the Matt Olson thing? Yeah, Matt Olson fans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's pretty comfortable. It's, a, it's, it's like, like, like it's a, whoever wears the tomahawk, that's right, a, folks? Whoever cheer, wears the tomahawk. Yeah. I cheer for the name on the front, not necessarily the name on the back, or that's at least true. most of the time. Most true. of the time, that's the case. But uh, you know, I know we love talking about baseball. We got a lot of. Uh, kind of off-season stuff that happened and some preseason chat, but I think we should get to some music right off the bat, too. What do you that. guys Let's think? Let's do that. So, uh, I love the way that sounds. 
Don't you think ladies first? Of course. Yeah, I, said. I mean, we're in the South. Mama yeah. raised me right. Ladies first. Michelle with Malone, ladies and gentlemen. One of the biggest Braves fans there is. Hat next to her. A feather blown in a hurricane. I lost South Point right now, feel like charade. Running a race like a horse whose leg is lame. And I feel like a feather blown in a hurricane. Went for a walk in the wood to get away. Yeah. 
what that is. And you know what, Tug? That's how Braves fans felt during that whole Freddie Freeman thing. Uh, I felt like a feather <laughs> in a hurricane. That's right. <laughs> And their and their disappointment and anger was coming out. <laughs> love it, Ryan. What you like that song, man? I love that song. Dude, that's so unbelievable. Thanks, Absolutely man. unbelievable. You know what, Tug? The only human being in the face of the planet that could follow that song is Mr. Kevin Kenny. Uh -oh. Let's yeah. go. You're the only guy that can follow that. It's my turn. Yeah, you want to? You got one for us? You uh, know, uh, when you came on the podcast earlier or last year, I guess. Uh, and thank you for doing that. Kevin Kenny actually wrote a song just for the Braves Country Podcast. Literally, that morning. It was amazing. And uh, he played on the podcast, but I'd, I would love I it if you'd I play was walking it the, I was walking the dog. And I, it came, it came, <laughs> just came to me. Uh, yeah, but this is only the second time I've ever played it. I played it on your show, and then now. Okay, awesome. We're honored. <laughs> so I don't really know it, but okay, uh, let, so me we'll just, uh, let me just... Let me just... This is a little janky over here, but that's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, Kevin's getting his for the listeners at so home. Is Kevin a, is let me just know this, this, this is the Bra this is about the Braves, but it's about the Milwaukee Braves. Uh-huh. And so uh -huh. and we're it has, for the we're cheering for the Braves on the front. It also name drops the uh, Stan Musial cuz my my dad went to the same high school as him, so Cool. Okay. And a little backstory there. I'm I like in between it. classes here. Kevin Kinney, who followed <laughs> the Braves from Milwaukee to Atlanta I when did. they moved. I did. And now he's down here well, and he's written a song about okay. it. Okay, here, okay we go. here we go. Ready? Okay. On the Braves Country Podcast. Here we go. I remember Grandpa Voss with his transistor radio and your phone on the porch. The Braves are down. Three to one At the stand the man hit a double And brought in another run What a relief We closed them out With a pop fly to the shortstop With their visit to the mound In the bottom of the ninth There's still hope I got a man on base and another at the plate Trying to get home in the bottom of the ninth here comes Hank, hammering one to the stratosphere. We're all tied up again in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. Sometimes life throws a curve down in the dirt. It's wild. I think I'm stealing third. I'm so close. I see home plate. Just sacrifice the grounder We can celebrate in the bottom of the night Never give up With a game still on and you're right at home Trying to get home in the bottom of the night We're on our feet With our rally caps and pennants The kids are standing on their seats It's a hot fly ball to the front To the morning track and fast ball no Of the night, 
go ahead, run, trying to get home in the bottom of the ninth. You gotta believe. You can always go home, but never give up. We're all part of the team. In the bottom of the ninth. 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 Sounds like a song that he's only played for the second time. It seems like a song that he's been playing his entire life. That, that's a hit. So that's a hit natural. song. So natural. And and it's so it's so relatable because when when you are there and you're seeing your team and there's there's just that possibility. Well, it's only a home team. Yeah, what's that? Only the home team has the bottom of the ninth. That's right. And, you know, there's and no bottom of the ninth. You know, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. If you're on the road. No, no doubt about it. But but just an incredible song, and you can tell the passion well, you have for baseball. it's not the best song, but it's I fun. disagree. I think it's incredible. Yeah. I think it's amazing. I think it's the, the best song in the world. world. What are you talking about? It's right. incredible. Well, let's ask Ryan Klesko, though. I was Ryan, just trying to get applause, I should say. Yeah. Ryan, is it a good song? It's, what do you think? Yeah. we got a baseball player here. It's in the Ditty category. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. A but a good Ditty. It's a good Ditty. All right. It's like a commercial. Yeah. So I was hunting with uh, Kevin Costner, and he's, he's, he said he was down to his one last uh, baseball movie. And he told me, you know, kind of the script. I don't want to give it away because, you, know, you know, I signed an NDA. Okay. So uh, okay. that would be a good song to match that movie. Yeah. We're, make, we're making deals. We're making right? deals. Somebody get the deal done. Somebody get the deal done. It, I think funny. Ryan just here, did. Here, yeah. Ryan, you can give this to Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Hand it off. Just, that's the outline. Oh, that's the lyrics right and there. That, and that dang thing he's doing Yellowstone right now has got him tied up. He, he, oh. can't, he, can't do the, the, uh, he can't do the baseball movie, but I tell you what, Le- yeah. uh, Yellowstone. That's is, something else. That's I a- watched it first, I had to, and then we, you know, we both got COVID, and then mm. you know, I said, you just got to watch one episode, and she was hooked. She didn't sleep for like four days. Oh, oh. me too. Yeah. It, yeah. His Good. daughter is a train wreck. Yeah. And that, She's a beautiful reminds train Reminds me wreck. of my sister. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any, Have you seen the show Yellowstone, Michelle? Have you? I've only seen the first episode of the very, the very, and that's the only, because we don't have Paramount Plus, so we're going to watch it. Yeah. Oh, you man, know, you get free. It's free. You can get, they actually uh, did a, about every year they do it for like a month, they get to do it for free, so oh, you can download it. I'll, 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 I'll give you the dish. I'll get, you still got the DVR, right? Yeah, yeah I'll give course. you it. Absolutely. So we got movie that's soundtrack deals and free TV from Ryan Klesko. Thank you very much. He delivers World <laughs> Series championships, free TV, and and music deals. I love it. I think it's terrific. That it is just unbelievable to be up here. And and certainly, Adam, we thank you for uh, being the sponsor live at the Print Shop here at Smith's Old Bar, a legendary place in Atlanta, with really really cool people to talk about really really cool things. To get back to baseball, because I mean we're just around the corner from from the season starting, and and I'm looking forward to the Braves defending. That World Series championship. How does everybody see this playing out? Do you? Do you I mean, I, you said you think they're they're stacked up, Kevin. Do you, you think the the team looks? Yes, the answer is yes. Just say yes. I'll say yes. I mean, you know, I'm you know, I'm not a fair weather fan. So no. You know, I mean, I mean, I was at, I was at Fulton County Stadium when I was one of 14 people there back in the when 80s. you could when you could buy a ticket in the dugout for eight dollars and sit next to Dale Murphy. So I. They're my team, but you know. No. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah, Michelle. You never yeah. know. Yeah, I'll echo that. They're my team. Yeah, and they're gonna win because we but we they always can, believe. They can't really do any wrong, as far as I'm concerned. Most people feel them. that way. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and jump in that I'm going to say I'm going to predict right now the Atlanta Braves are going to go back to back and win the World Series again this year. There you go. Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts said the Dodgers will win the World Series. Ryan, what do you think about that? Well, you know, 
Um, the thing is, is being the best team in all of baseball is hard to do. I mean, it is hard to do. Everything's going to work out perfect. And, you know, if it was always the best team that won, you know, it would be the Dodgers and the Yankees in a World Series every year. That's just not how it plays. It's the best team playing in unity, um, getting hot staying at the right healthy, time. getting hot at the right time. I mean, if you look at, like, the, the, three, the three World Series that the Giants won, they were underdogs. The two World Series that the Marlins won, they were underdogs. But they were playing great baseball at the time. So clicking at the right time, obviously the first half last year was horrible, but they, they caught fire and, and didn't slow down. Those are the type of teams that win. And, and the guys that stay healthy, I mean, you know, New York has, has, has tried to make a run for a while, but they keep their pitchers kept, you know, they, their starting rotation staff goes down. And that's tough. When you lose a couple key players, it, it makes it tough to win because a lot of that has to do with pitching. And, and as long, I think we have the offense, we have the defense. If our pitching can stay strong, we have a really good chance. Yeah. Adam, we'll bring you in a little bit too because you have uh, some pretty good connections with the Atlanta Braves and former yeah, players. And I have a few. You know, I know you guys are talking about Freddie getting traded, but honestly, I'm still really upset that Dale Murphy got traded. Yeah, <laughs> I've never gotten over that. I on that one. Never. I mean, like, I, you know, baseball and, and business getting involved with each other really just kind of ruins it. As a kid, I just didn't get it. Yeah. I was like, how? Yeah, it hurt. Hell? It yeah, hurt, I mean, Dale Murphy deep. being gone. Cut deep. So, I mean, this is similar to a lot of people with Freddie, right? Um, I, I think the Braves are strong, to get back to your question. I mean, Freddie, I mean, uh, Acuna's back. Um, they got some stack bats. Um, we got some pitching. Uh, I think we, we look, you know, really good right now. I got know? a question for you. Yeah. What is it? I, I always mispronounce his name. Sor- Soroka? Soroka. Yeah. yeah. Is he back ready? From all the surgeries and I, all the stuff? I think he is. Isn't I he, mean, if, he, if uh, that guy I'm gets I'm pretty back. sure he's healthy. Mike Soroka. Yeah, Mike Soroka. Uh, I don't think he's going to be on the mound to begin with. I think he's still uh, working through some of that. But imagine, but imagine when he gets back on top of what they got. If we get him yeah. healthy, Charlie Morgan, that guy, Max that guy was gas. I mean, he's a great player. You know, he just unfortunately had that, was it, the, he blew the Achilles out twice. Yeah, and walking into you know, the clubhouse the second time. Yeah, yeah that's, that's so. a terrible injury. Anybody got a new can. Achilles for him? We can yeah, right. take mine. I'm retired. Uh, here, <laughs> here, here's mine. I think a lot of Braves fans want, I just want 10% of the contract. Here. Uh, <laughs> more business deals from Ryan Klesko. Here, take yeah, it. I think yeah. the Braves are looking good. Well, since you're here, Ryan, I, I do have one of my favorite Ryan Klesko moments. I want to talk about this really yeah. quick. Is actually when Harry Carey tried to pronounce your name. And he would be like, that Ryan Kelso, Kelso. <laughs> he just couldn't say Klesko. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah. But you're uh, Ryan Kelso to Harry Carey, and that was always funny to tell me. I bet you've heard uh, some mispronounced uh, people mispronounce your name a few times, huh? Over oh yeah, yeah, lots of times, especially with. Uh, with him, you know, especially he's already, you know, by the fifth inning, he's oh, yeah. he, <laughs> he's pretty sauced. <laughs> you know, I mean, no he's pain. one of the only announcers. I mean, there's there's beers rolling out of that thing. By the seventh <laughs> inning, it's, it's a deep fly ball to right yeah. to second baseman's under it. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a deep deep fly ball. It was funny. I mean, you, everybody went for that. They loved. It. He was a, he's a hero. Oh I mean, yeah. He's just, by the bottom of the fifth, he was indeed at the bottom of the fifth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. That's good. That's good. Tug Coward, ladies and gentlemen. Tug Coward. Every now and then I'll get one. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't happen often, often. but uh, losing Jorge Soler was tough. You know, he's MVP caliber player going down to play for the Marlins. Again, I get it. You're not going to be able to keep everybody, but uh, but that was a tough. Just when he hit that home run in, in game six there in Houston, and he turned around and he stared down his own dugout. And yeah. He knew at that moment, you know, that we're going to win this game. Yeah. I thought that had happened in game five 
<clears throat> pardon me, back at Truist Park, when they opened up, you know, with a big home run and Adam Duvall, maybe a grand slam. Was it a grand slam? I bet it was, yeah, there we go. Grand slam, you're like, we're winning this thing at home, you know, and then you, you, you didn't. But, but Wheels fell off. They indeed did. But uh, not, not in game six. So losing Solaire was a little bit tough for me. That's, that's one that I thought I would like to keep around. Yeah, that was a bummer. And, but he was the World Series MVP. So, yeah. and we, I, one thing I think about Miami is they're kind of like a, a holding place, for, like a yeah. minor league like team a for us. Kind of. Yeah, so I think that later in the season, maybe uh, we'll bring him back. You know I, what I mean? Hey, that might be a I, nice story. I think story you're on to something there. I you thought like about that? the same thing. Like yeah. okay. He leaves yeah. and comes back. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be all right. And you know another guy that we got uh, is Kenley Jansen, and I wanted to know what do you what do you think about Kenley Jansen coming to the Braves? So you know he had nails. I mean he's nails anyways, but he had some uh, health issues, and uh, he got you know with some heart stuff and had oh, wow. some had a bump in the road. But I tell you what, he came he came back strong, and you know obviously he he just like uh, Rivera, you know Mariano Rivera, he's got that nasty cutter. Nothing he throws is straight. And hitters just have a hard time getting a good swing on it. And that's why he's been so successful. So the velo's down a little bit. You know, he used to be 95, 96, 97. Um, but, uh, you, know, you know, as you get older, right, I played with Trevor Hoffman. He was closing games at 86 miles an hour with a great changeup. So, you know, just as you get older, you just become a little smarter. And, uh, I mean, it's a great addition. I mean, he, and he's great. You see his attitude. like, I don't have to be the closer. I can be the eighth inning guy. Yeah, and then the other play. closer said, I don't have to be the closer. I can. So that's team. They that's being a team. team. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the ultimate team. It's like team. we got a double-barreled closer situation no going kidding. on. No kidding. No kidding. And, and if we learned anything from Greg Maddox, it's not about velo, right? It's about painting the corners, you know, and, and being able to – I mean, you know that better than anybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all about location. <laughs> it's all about location and knowing the hitters and changing their location and stuff. You know, in the major leagues, the harder they throw it, the harder it gets hit if you throw it over the middle of the plate. You know, and so that main thing is, is like when I'm teaching my, you know, I'm, you know, I'm teaching my son's travel ball team, and it's like we had a prime example last week. The kids, the kids weren't throwing their breaking pitches for strike, and they were, and they all throw hard. They got lit up like a Christmas tree. Right. They weren't hitting their spots. Yeah. And I said, guys, you got to be able to throw your the ball where you need it. Doesn't matter how hard you throw. The best, the best pitcher we threw that week was the guy that threw the softest. He yeah. hit the corners and changed speeds, and that's all you need to do. No doubt about uh, it. One thing I wanted to say is that now the Braves don't have to face Kenley Jansen anymore. Yeah, that's, that's a good. double win, that's, that's if you ask me. You know, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, new season, uh, Thursday, April 7th, Truist Park. It's going to be amazing. Braves get their World Series rings. Yeah. That's incredible. There's something else coming out this spring, and Michelle Malone has a new album. April yes. 22nd. There's a lot of new things coming. Title, title <laughs> of 1977. That was the year I was born, so I know it's going to be an incredible record yeah. because you're incredibly talented. And uh, 1977 was a hell of a year, though. Let me just say. Because you had, uh, first, first you had Star Wars come out, and then, uh, and I thought I was going to be a geek, and then Smoking the Bandit came out and saved my life. And then, uh, and then later that later that uh, summer, uh, Bobby Cox got his first World Series ring because he was a third base coach for the New York Yankees. So it was a great year, 1977. So great name for your new record, Michelle. Thanks. I like it. Yeah. You know? yeah, that's exactly why I named it that. Perfect. <laughs> that's well thought out. I got to tell you, you really did some research. Well, you know. <laughs> well, would you play a new one of your new songs from 1977? Yes. It's, it's slightly different from the last song. <laughs> this, is, this is called Know My Name. But we'll just dedicate it to the Braves and all those fans.
on the Braves Country Podcast. Goodness gracious. And I'd just like to introduce and to thank Neil Walkup on keys tonight. Neil Walkup. Neil Walkup back here. My yeah. man doing the walk-up He's the, uh, the Braves Country Podcast organist tonight, but he also plays with Michelle sometimes. And we, uh, look at that. There we go. Let's go. Thank you so much for your, your time and, and, and your ability and, and for being here. It's unbelievable. A lot of people thought it was a recording because the curtain was closed and we, I was walking around talking to folks and they were like, you mean that's a real person? He's a, real dude. Yes. He's a yeah. real dude back there. He's playing real baseball music before the show. Thank you so much for being here. Neil Walkup. Give it up for Neil Walkup. There we go. Quickly, I know you're, Ryan, a huge music fan and uh, actually going to a concert tomorrow night. Yeah, Aaron Lewis is playing in Macon. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Aaron, Aaron Lewis, Lewis, the band Stained, and of course, he's a solo artist, too. Yeah, he's good, man. I mean, I, you know, I think kind of the music thing is weird because all these guys call me when they want to go fishing or hunting, you know. It's over the years, and in the 95 World Series, Ned Yost, you know, which was with the manager with the, you know, with Bre- or with, with the Brewers and, and the uh, Royals, too. And the Royals. Uh, he was my minor league manager, and then he, he, we kind of came up together. But uh, I remember that game. Uh, he goes, hey, man, he goes, do you have any extra tickets to the World Series? And I said, matter of fact, <laughs> I've got a couple. My sisters aren't coming to Atlanta. They're going to go to Cleveland. Uh, my sister had to work, and he goes, can I get those tickets for you? Uh, Brooks and Dunn are coming. Let's go. <laughs> and so Brooks and Dunn sat next to my mom at the, in, in Atlanta in the World Series, and, and we became really good friends with them. That's yeah. cool. And over the years, you know, how many bands, you know, because, you know, me and my wife, Kelly, she's here. Uh, we've, we've went and saw Brooks and Dunn all over the country and when we're playing, we always try to, you know, catch these guys, but, um, they're like, one guy walks up, how do you know all these guys? Like, think about how many, how many of the bands that opened for Brooks and Dunn's the last oh 20 gosh. years, Everybody. you know, Blake Shelton was like the, the first Bryan. act when there was no one out yeah. there, uh, Rascal Flatts, mm-hmm. all those guys are all real good friends of mine. So over the years, I was, I've been very blessed to be able to yeah. call those guys my friends. So we, we, we catch a lot of really good concerts and, uh. You know, it's, it's been great. You know, I, I got to hang out with Hank Williams Jr. Uh, one night, and we were playing. Um, he <laughs> was, was in, yeah. That was, <laughs> I can only imagine that. You was don't a got wild time bit. for that story, but it was, it was amazing. <laughs> um, but uh, we uh, we had a few drinks at the closed down a the few. bar after after the concert. He invited me on the bus, and and uh, we had a good time. And Hank, <laughs> Hank got up on the table uh, at Buca de Beppo or wherever it was at uh, one of the Italian places, and was singing the song. If you don't like, you know, Hank, you can kiss. And yeah. he he. Went to slap his butt, almost fell off the table. Of course, and my, he did. And my buddy Richard, which is in the stands, saved Hank Jr. from breaking his neck. <laughs> well, look, right. that's a friend indeed, right there. Goodness he had Christ. his hand on Hank's butt. Yeah, well, look, I, that's and a, I think that's he a, liked it. I mean, look, I said, well, okay. The, the, the thing is, as long as we saved Hank Williams Jr., I mean, that's yeah. what we have to do. I mean, that's 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 what we got to do. We got to make sure Hank's okay. Well, you know, when uh, when Kevin Kenny was on the Braves Country podcast last year, he uh, said to invite you to come to a driving and crying show and introduce the band. And I wonder, did that ever happen yet, or did we hook that up yet? What's going on? I think done. we missed ourselves over okay. there in Macon. Uh, but yeah. you, you've been to some driving and crying shows, next though, time, right? uh, Next time we go to Macon, man. You know. Yeah. 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 COVID. 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 Yeah, yeah. We yeah. ruined a lot of things. <laughs> no doubt about it. I, I do feel like, though, that that a lot of times rock stars want to be ball players, and ball players want to be rock stars. Like, that seems to be a natural trade-off. Do y'all, do y'all see that, or am I the only one that, that has thought about that one? Uh... I, yeah, that's a long season. 
Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Kevin 160. likes his job Kevin's fine. like 162. I don't know. I got it in. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's happy with his job. Like yeah, 100 shows a year. I'm good with 100 shows a year. That's good. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, I get it. No, There's absolutely. a lot of the guys carry their guitars around in the clubhouse that think that think they're going to be rock stars when they retire. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. T- Tim Flannery is the closest uh, the closest one. Your buddy out in San Diego. Uh, Tim yeah, Flannery. Yeah, Flannery. Yeah, he, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Flannery and um, I think didn't bl- remember Blackjack McDowell? Didn't he try to get into music? Maybe when he so. retired. And, then, and didn't Joe West, the umpire, doesn't he do like oh, Country Joe West? Country yeah, Joe yeah, West. Cowboy Joe West. Yeah, I but think you're not seeing oh, Cowboy Joe. That's you're not seeing any top hits on the radio out of <laughs> no, those guys, not. are you? Um, you know, but I mean, it's it's cool. It's cool because you know, any given time, you know, in the clubhouse, you know, any musician come running through. You know, I mean, there's no telling how many people come through the clubhouse over the years. Sure. You know, uh, actors, you know, Bill Murray comes, used to hang out with us all the time, and Brooks and Dunn, I mean, like I said, Aaron Lewis is, you know, I mean, just guys are just rolling in. Of course, they, they return the favor. We, we've got to, you know, go after, you know, go see several great concerts. Yeah. You know, playing in major cities, there's always a good band playing sure. somewhere. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's just, it really goes hand in hand. It's been, we've caught a lot of really good acts. Yeah, no doubt about it. Kevin Kinney has also uh, recorded a new record that's coming out soon. Yours is called what? Think About It. Uh, want to uh, maybe play a song for us here on the Braves Country Podcast? Yeah, give us a new uh, one. Can we hear a new yeah, one? Um, I don't. I'll, I'll do. I'll do one from an older record. Okay. How about that. Okay. Sounds good. But uh, I was gonna say something. About it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do one from a. This song was on the California soundtrack, uh, but I, I couldn't find it in the movie. I watched it 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you, right? That's what everyone keeps telling me. So I'm going to ask Michelle to jam with me. Okay. A little bit. So.
reach on way back in my closet, son. Put on my shoes for a while. But don't just stand there. Don't just stand there. You gotta put them on and walk the entire mile. Come with me through my window. Show me the way. Show me the end of my rope. When you come back next time, you gotta say. You can find that one on the Smoke record, right? It is on Smoke Record. Let's go. Yeah. You know that's my favorite. That's Tug's favorite driving to crime wow. record, Smoke. Love that. Great record because you can get from Athens to Atlanta in 15 minutes if you turn that record on. Drive real fast. No doubt about it. Hey, I want to do a couple things uh, real quick. We want to talk to a couple folks. So, um, the, the Brace Country podcast uh, supports both the Shepherd's Men and the Warrior Alliance, which are two great organizations that help uh, veterans who are returning uh, or just, you know, who've ended their military career and maybe need uh, some help figuring out where the resources are or uh, getting through some of the things they've dealt with because, man, they deal with a lot of intense things when they're overseas, don't they? And uh, so I wanted to ask for two uh, representatives from the Shepherd's Men and the Warrior Alliance to come down to our audience, Mike, down here, if they will. Uh, you can go to the warrioralliance.org and shepherdsmen.com to get more information about how to help these guys out. And if you're a veteran, you can go there to get uh, some information about how to get involved. And uh, I think we should have uh, Scott Johnson as well as uh, Travis Ellis. Are they both here? You come up to this mic right here in the center, if you will, Scott. Hey. Thank you so much for being here. All right, so we have a special announcement tonight with the help from Adam Blanken live at the Prince Shop in Smith's Old Bars, the uh, Smith Old Bar. We uh, here on the Braves Country Podcast are making a thousand dollar donation to these two organizations tonight. We encourage anyone else who's here or listening also contribute whatever you can, or just give of your time, which sometimes is even more valuable than even money. Just donating the time. So uh, it is the Warrior Alliance. Dot org and shepherdsmen.com for more information. If you're a veteran out there, check in with these folks hey guys, to get involved. Hang, hang right there. I've got, I've got a check for you, too. Hold on. Right Let's there. go. All right. I like the way that works. I wanted to hear, Scott, this is Scott Johnson with the Warrior Alliance, and we know you, oh, wait, here's Adam. He's got something else to do. Yeah, we've got, uh, got $1,000 each Let's for, go. for both of you guys. All right, here we go. There we go. That's what makes doing this podcast worth it. Obviously, great music and hanging out with, with people that have played for the Braves and love the Braves. But uh, at the end of the day, it's about doing good in this world because there's a whole lot of bad. And anytime we can do good, let's do that. And Scott, can you tell us about our? Uh, the, the, you got a big uh, you got a big event coming up. Do you want to uh, tell us when that is? 
Yeah, uh, it is on May 18th. It's in the Roxy, Coca-Cola Roxy Theater. Uh, hopefully at the Battery. You, at the Battery. Um, we are the official military and veteran program for the Atlanta Braves. Nice. And uh, if everyone remembers the All-Star game last year, the only thing that was left in Atlanta from that wonderful game was some philanthropy money that MLB leaves to the host city. And the Braves wanted to do something very special and really make an impact on veterans, not just do flyovers and thank you for your service, stand up and wave to the crowd. Uh, they actually moved us into the battery at the Spaces Building. Uh, they gave us a five-year lease, and I'm telling you, the rent there is not cheap. Here, here. And they built out the facility, so we have a one-stop shop there at the battery right across from the stadium. It's not a bad view. Uh, from where I sit, but they really put an investment. So we have a big event coming up on May the 18th during Military Appreciation Month. Um, I hate galas, but I'm doing a gala. <laughs> and I just don't like the word gala. I don't know. It, it, it sounds, sounds fancy and snooty a little bit, right? It does, and it in rubber chicken and, and Swedish <laughs> meatballs. But what we're doing is we're actually doing something called the first annual Veteran Impact Awards. There are se uh, 750,000 veterans in Georgia, 250,000 just in the greater Atlanta area. And there's this mentality out there that you've been hearing from the press over the last, since post 9-11. The veterans are broken, they're needy, they're all with PTS, and suicide is rampant. Um, and that is something that we work with, but there's 9 million veterans a day that don't take their life. And there's probably many veterans sitting here today. So, yeah, I'll get off the mic here yeah. real quick. But the reason we're doing this is we're going to be honoring everyday veterans that are in health care, education, uh, that are in first responders. There's veterans all over the place. At the bartenders, they're at the gas stations, there are surgeons they're not walking around on the streets looking for work. And we're honoring the people that are not only giving back to other veterans, but are making incredible impact in the community. And so we felt it was time to honor the everyday veteran, not just the CEOs, not just wounded warriors, but the ones that are working every day to make our community greater. So that's what we're doing. Cool, thanks for being here. And Travis Ellis, uh Travis, I think you have an event coming up pretty soon that Kevin Kenny's going to be at, don't you? You want to tell us about that? This is Travis Ellis with hey, the Shepherd's Men. No, thank you, uh, Scott and Tug. Uh, yeah, our group, we fully fund a uh, clinical TBI treatment program at the Shepherd Center called the SHARE Initiative. Um, one out of every five veterans who's deployed in the global war on terror has returned with some sort of neurological injury, and suicide is rampant in our veteran community. Um, there's a reason uh, veterans are driving to VA hospitals, sitting on their military records, and shooting themselves in the parking lot. You know, five decades ago, uh, men came back from Vietnam, and they were shit on by our government. And uh, if there's any Vietnam veterans in here, welcome home. But uh, yesterday was Vietnam Veterans Day, and, um, you know, our goal is to ensure that the current generation of warfighters uh, is treated a lot better than those who returned from Southeast Asia uh, five decades ago. Kevin has been an ardent supporter of, of what we do and has lent his time and talent 
many times, and Adam, you've written checks, and you, you guys have uh, certainly advocated our mission. But uh, we've got an event on the 28th of April. Uh, we were fortunate enough to call the late Charlie Daniels friend, and Charlie used to come to Atlanta and do a little private, intimate, uh, in-home dinner and concert for us. And so on the 28th, uh, country singer Chris Young's gonna come to Atlanta. He'll play some songs and uh, you know, we raised three, four hundred thousand dollars this night, and uh, what that'll do is allow, um, you know, roughly forty veterans to go through this life-saving program at Shepherd Center. So uh, our goal is to ensure that no veteran wakes up tomorrow morning with the thought to uh, put a gun in his mouth and uh, adversely as affect his family's trajectory for generations. So we're saving lives. You guys are helping us save lives, and uh, we're eternally grateful. God bless so, you. Thank you for, for being here, Travis. Thanks, Shepherd's Men. It's theshepherdsmen.com and, uh, of course, uh, thewarrioralliance.org. And there's one other person we wanted to talk to you tonight, Tug. Is there a Liam Glass here tonight? Liam Glass. Are you here? What's up, Liam, Liam, come on up here, buddy. Come on What's up to this Liam? microphone. Folks, this is Liam Glass. He's a 17-year-old uh, young man who runs a Braves fan page on Instagram called Braves Worldwide. And uh, he has nearly 14,000 followers. and uh, 14,001. 14,001 followers. It's going and, by uh, fast. And this is Liam Glass. Liam, thanks for being uh, here, buddy. It. Yeah. It's yeah. an honor to meet you all. Yeah, man. So um, thanks for posting about the event and spreading the word. And, and you cover, like, everything. I know how hard it is because we did it with Thanks Bobby for a long time. But what made you want to cover the Atlanta Braves? Yeah, so it's something I started about two years ago. Um, and I just started to really enjoy it, and I, uh, I'm just posting timely updates of what's going on. Um, so, like, if there's, like, um, like a trade or sign that happens, I like to be on top of it. Um, and during the regular season, I like to post um, lineups um, and final scores for the games. And um, I just try to um, have my followers know as much as possible about what's going on. It's very cool. It's Braves Worldwide. It's at Braves Worldwide yeah. on Instagram. And uh, Liam, we know you're. That's it. That's right. We yeah. know you're opening, uh, opening day starter, yeah. Max Free. Yeah, there that was go. announced earlier. You do a great job, Liam. We, you, I, I, I follow the Braves through all kinds of avenues, but I definitely mainly go to Braves Worldwide now because you've got it all covered. Great job yeah. on that. And Appreciate thanks for it. Uh, spreading the word about. I know you listen to the Braves Country podcast, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic, yeah. man. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Of course I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the right answer. I'll give you. I'll pay you after the show. Um, so, but one thing we do want to do is uh, Ryan Klesko signed a baseball for you before the show. Awesome. I want to give this to you, buddy. So, so thanks for being here, Liam, and everybody checked out the uh, Braves Worldwide on Instagram, man. Thank you. Have a great season, buddy. Have a great season. So uh, I know some of you, or probably all of you, are jealous that there's no uh, Ryan Klesko ball for you, and I'm sorry about that. But after the show, I think uh, Kevin and Michelle and Ryan are going to step over here to the merchandise area, and they will sign for you if you have anything you want them to get signed. This guy's got something. Look at that. Son, wow. what is he's, that? He's ready. What is that? Because that looks legit. That's ready. It looks like a lot of autographs on there already. He's got the Fab Four on there, and then all the Braves uh, from the 95 World Series. I see Ryan yes. Klesko's finished right there. I do. You know? You yep, know, they there had we go. Whole, you know where it needs to go, too. That's perfect. They had that whole let the kids play thing now in Major League Baseball where they encourage the celebrations. But you know who started that bat flip thing? Ryan this guy right here, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Klesko. What a finish. But can you still do it? That's the, uh, the OG. And three home runs in the World Series, Less in the 1995 World Series. Ryan Klesko. 
How often are you asked about that every day? The the '95 World Series. Or is that something that comes up often? I would imagine. Well, uh, some some it's you know depends. You know, I just put my head down, walk. You know. <laughs> See, if, if someone recognizes me and they want to talk about it, but I don't bring it up. It's well, just, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm sure I didn't expect uh, that, but I, I imagine, you know, you're you're pretty recognizable guy, so it seems like it would be uh, something that comes up relatively often. Yeah, it's it's fun. You know, my son, he, he, you know, he didn't get he wasn't born when I was playing, so he got he got to see a lot of that stuff. And then, uh, you know, during COVID, they did remember when you guys when they did the '95 uh, World Series during, uh, so he got to watch me suck the first two games. <laughs> um, he's like, "Damn, you, Dad, we've been watching two games. You haven't got a hit yet." <laughs> and so I'm like, "Just give it some time, son. Dad's warming up. <laughs> Hang in there." But uh, yeah, Hang in so, there. so the whole bat flip thing, especially in that World Series thing, kind of where like you know, kind of doing that. Tomei hit. I don't people remember this, but Jim Tomei from the Indians hit a home run. Uh, Greg Maddox hit Eddie Murray. It was a lot of heated stuff going on. Yeah, hit hit uh, Murray in the back. Um, it was a big home run by Tomei, but Tomei went to get rid of the bat, and he kind of did a bat flip, and that kind of showed, you know, showed the other pitcher up. You know, back then we did it. It was, it depended. It was, you got thrown out a lot, put it that way. But Tomei had pine tar, he said, so much on his glove, he, he tried to get the bat off, and, and it literally stuck. almost went to our dugout. <laughs> wow. The bat went to our dugout, dugout so almost. So it was unintentional and, and so, altogether. And, and it, we thought it was intentional. He said it wasn't. But uh, now David Justice is pissed by this time. He's, he's <laughs> yelling, anybody hits a home run, bat flip, do, throw it in their dugout, do something. So I'm like, all right. Give it yeah. right back to him. So... It was on after that, so it was pretty funny. But, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, do, and now, now it's such a, it's almost, yeah, like, like Scott said, it's such a part of the game. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't even really, so, I mean, I guess it gets attention, but not nearly as much as it used to. Yeah, especially the Marlins don't like it when uh, Acuna does. Remember they hit the Marlins hit Acuna <laughs> every like time. three times and like every series was getting hit, you know? So how would you have, how would the Braves in 95 have handled that if it were, you know, if that had happened then it just depends you know i had a high finish and that wasn't the bat flip but if a guy hit me or threw at me on purpose then i would give it a little extra yeah. you know i just had a big <laughs> i had a big finish so i got thrown out a lot i yeah. I, I figured out how to get out of the way really good <laughs> yeah. Move, yeah yeah so that was uh, um, nowadays they, they get away with it more for sure you yeah. know guys are getting singles and bat flip. Yeah, it's that's, amazing. That's it's, when yeah. it's a little, it's, yeah, that's a little it's too absolutely much. crazy. You know, Nolan Ryan and those guys like Pedro, I mean, you did that to them. They were throwing at you. Like yeah. Pedro threw at me before and I gave him a little warning. Yeah. So, but, but then it was probably not trying to square somebody in the back. It was those guys probably throwing at your dome, right? Oh yeah. Pe yeah. Pedro's nickname was the head hunter. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. I mean, you 90, you know, 90 plus miles an hour right next to your head. It's hard to get out of the way. I, yeah. I, I think I would have warned. And, and the thing is, is, Excellent. A lot of guys do it more in the American League than the National League, and I was in the National League a lot, but, uh, you know, because those pitchers have to hit. Yeah. And when Pedro did it to us, he usually had to hit. So he usually waited to the last inning when he knew he was going to come out. But uh, <laughs> Smart, I gave, him a, I I gave him a warning, and I told him next time he did it, I was coming after him, and he never really did it again. You go Nolan Ryan on him? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, and other times, you know, it's, it's, it's other times the thing is, is, it's, you know, if somebody does something funny, it's usually not you always get hit, so your teammate gets hit, and then they're mad at you. Yeah, that makes you know? sense. So you, yeah. get one, you get one in the back. I mean, I, I get, the only time I got hit in the face, uh, I was with San Diego in Atlanta, and it was a shadow game. And I don't know, you know, when you're playing baseball in a shadow game, you don't see the ball real well. And a guy threw a ball up and in, and it hit me right in the, it hit me in the, in the mm. face. And Bobby Cox was the first manager out. He wasn't even my manager at the time. He was the first manager out of the dugout to really? see if I was okay. 
Which he was got amazing. thrown out for another team. When I say I was out, I was on the ground. Oh wow, that's the a true players manager. He's yeah. a true players yeah, manager. Yeah, he was there. He was there. You all right, Rhino? And I was like, oh, is that Bobby? Yeah. yeah. Who are you? So, anyways, <laughs> the next so the, oh, I'm done. You know, I'm, I'm concussion or whatever. I'm out. And then my manager Bruce Bochy comes in, and, and I'm laying on the training table. He's like, who do you want me to hit next? <laughs> who do you want us to hit? Because when you wear one in the face, someone's getting it. And I looked up, and I was still, I was like, what? And then he goes, oh, never mind. And Chipper, and they just hit Chipper with 97 right in the back oh, right there. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Chipper, after the game, goes, why me, Rhino? Why me? <laughs> I said, dude, I was still on a concussion. I didn't even know who was getting hit, but I just, we just picked it. So it was funny. Chipper, Chipper come out with an ice bag on his back. <laughs> I came me? out with it on my face, and we kind of just walked out together. Yeah, I know, right? That's an incredible story. That's the stories that we look for. Here on the Braves Country Podcast. It's time for the uh, seventh inning stretch, I believe. Isn't I think. Oh, oh, yes, absolutely. It is time for the seventh inning stretch, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, everybody on their feet. Seventh inning stretch. Here we go. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I never get back, cause it's rude. Root, root for the Bravo. They don't win, it's well, a shame. Will. Here we go. One, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Let's go! All right, now we only have charge. There you go. So good. Neil Walkup, the Braves Country so Podcast Organist, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, and I want to tell you, too, uh, <laughs> Kevin Kenny has some incredible artwork. Um, oh, and it's over there. He does paintings of his songs. And if you're a Driving and Crying fan like I am, a Kevin Kenny fan like I am, I encourage you to go over there and get some of his art prints. It's really, really amazing. Be cool hanging in your house. And you know what else is over there? And if you didn't get one on the way in, make sure you get one over the table here. That's did, right. did everybody baseball get these cards. baseball cards made by Live at the Print Shop? <laughs> Kevin Kenny, Blake. Michelle Malone, and... Ryan Klesko 2022 cards from it's, Live at the Print Shop. It's funny because Ryan has had plenty of baseball cards, but but Kevin and Michelle were both like, this is our first baseball card. Yeah. This is super cool. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty darn amazing, too. I think it's unbelievable. And, and to see everybody signing their baseball cards was kind of neat. You know, I, I called Adam four days ago and challenged him to make these baseball cards. And thank you for being here. Turned thank you for around. making those, man. No They're problem. really great. I wasn't busy at all. I, I had plenty of time. <laughs> Well, you we did a hell of a job. Up, They're buddy. classic. They're awesome. So uh, you, you got, I get behind great ideas, buddy. You yeah, you, yeah, you did a great job on this. And uh, does uh, does Kevin have a bobblehead? Where's your bobblehead? <laughs> yeah, he Kevin, needs one. Where's your bobblehead? Think exactly, man. Exactly. We got to get I'm you a bobblehead, man. <laughs> I'm not sure which era to get it for, though. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Klesko, what was it like the first time you ever saw yourself on a major league baseball card? For you, was it a big oh, deal? It was exciting, yeah. You know, you made it, you know. You know whether you suck or not, someone's got to have a card <laughs> of you, right? And uh, you know it's pretty cool to see to see the card come out, especially when you made it. You know they did the minor league; they're starting to do now. They they literally with the prospects now they're doing high school cards. So I had a yeah. now someone come out and take a picture of me because they knew I was getting drafted. So they, they're taking pictures of these guys in high school. Yeah, I don't know pre rookie cards, whatever. But it, that was that was really cool when I had a. A high school a baseball card when I was 18. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It really is remarkable. I would imagine it's like y'all when you hear your song on the radio the first time, right? You have that yeah. feeling of, yeah. oh my gosh, this yeah. is this yeah. is huge. That's what you always wanted. Yeah, right. I mean, well, do you know where you were, Michelle, the first time you ever heard your song on the radio? Absolutely. Where? 
driving down Ponce, listening to WRAS, and uh, yeah, I must have been. I, no, I'm not going to tell you what year it was. It was a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> Last Kevin, century. Kevin, what were, do you remember where you were when you heard your song on the radio the first time? Yeah, I was. Uh, there's a quick trip there now, right? Now, <laughs> uh, uh, what's it? What's it? North Jude Hills or something? Yeah, North Jude Hills, and I was. I was. I had a little apartment over there, Caliber Point. It was called, and uh, yeah, I remember I heard it on the. I heard it on the radio. I was like, woohoo! <laughs> that was pretty right. cool. It, it, I just I can't imagine having a baseball court, uh, card or hearing my you know my song on the radio ever. That's the reason I wanted to work at radio because I don't have any talent really except to you know run my lip you know run my I disagree Tug Coward Navy veteran and great announcer no, and host no, country music DJ for 20 years and host of the Braves Country Podcast you got a lot of talent buddy no, give it up for Tug Coward no, I'm serious though that's the reason I wanted to work in radio because I picked up a guitar and I just my I don't, I don't my fine motor skills didn't develop as a child I don't know what happened I couldn't do it and but I wanted to be around music a lot because like, I love it so much and uh, that was uh, that was my way to get to it. So uh, it was people like wow. you that I admire so much and, and want to be near because I admire your talent that much. But and I would love to hear some more music if you got time to play some more. Yeah, I think we need uh, we need to have one more so set of songs before we go, don't we? And uh, can we do it now? And, uh, and what about anybody else here? Yeah. What, what, didn't you have something else? So on? so yeah, I I have a, a special Braves fan who's in in the audience who's also a very good friend of mine and uh i'd like to call him up here um if i can it's mr ed Rowland of collective soul let's go everybody where there he is there he is let me tell you that i told ed i said i want you to tone your attire down tonight <laughs> because normally ed looks like liberace and <laughs> you can't miss him but um he he did really well i'm gonna give you my seat hey, buddy. Ed. All right, we got Ed Rowland here from Collective Soul. This is uh, the Mount Rushmore of Braves fans, musicians from Atlanta. Thanks for being here, man. Ed, man, thank you. Do I do a song? Well, well, hold on for a second. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Smokey and the band, hold up on that car wash. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Ryan, what are you doing tomorrow? Because I got to buy some new jeans, and if they can fit your biceps, I know they'll fit my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this man. My that's God. A, that's a World Series champion right there. I Still. know. <laughs> so incredible. Thank, thank you all for having me. Chasing oh my kids. And, I, and I want to uh, say something, too. Michelle Malone needs to be in the Georgia Music Hall. Here, 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 here. That is. Here, here. Without a doubt. No question about it. I got a vote. <laughs> you definitely have a vote over here. I got two votes. Oh, you, two votes. Yeah, I bet. I bet there's more people in this room that probably vote. Yeah. That's right. It, it was, uh, there's a lot of people that love Michelle Malone, and you absolutely belong in the Georgia Music Hall. Without of Fame. a doubt. And it, and a it doubt. is. And it should be. It, it, it's, it's a travesty that it's not already happened. It should have yeah. bought it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's going to it's happen. It's going to happen. That's right. Yeah. It's going exactly to happen. Right. Absolutely. Well, it's great to have these talented musicians up here, and I think we should get one more round of applause and one more round of songs Let's for these go. musicians who join us on the Braves Country Podcast. Uh, I'm here as a fan. Okay. Wow. So, no, no, no. I, are you kidding? No way, no way. Yeah, okay. I just want to, I, I love this man. Kevin Kinney, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear something from Kevin Kinney. How about that? One more song from Kevin Kinney. Well, uh, you know, I think it's a special occasion, so... I'm gonna do the do the song that I know. That, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
that's a start. <laughs> this is a song that I wrote about Romeo and Juliet, and uh, and Michelle Malone sings on this song on the record. You can hear it. So we'll do it too. Can I sing? You can sing it too.
walking home from school and she was standing at the end of the driveway. She says, you, you want to come over? I said, is your mom home? She said, no. I said, yes. <laughs> Well, she took my hand and we walked down, down the driveway. We're standing in front of the garage door. She said, I've been, I've been wanting to, I've been, I've been looking forward to this and I, I hope you're ready. And when I woke up, <laughs> she was staring down at me. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. So uh, she opened the garage door and she turned on the lights and there must have been a million Christmas lights hanging from the ceiling. And in the middle of the room was a spotlight shining down on the most beautiful white drum set. <laughs> She got behind them drums, he said, I've been wondering, you want to be in my band? <laughs> I said, hell yes. <laughs> we played Jumpin' Jack Flash all night long.
incredible. Absolutely incredible. Michelle Malone, Kevin Kinney, Ed Rowland. On the Braves Country Podcast on the Braves Radio Network. Oh, goodness gracious. Where's Adam? I tell you. I, I want to let you know that uh, Michelle Malone, she's performing at Inman Park Festival in uh, here in Atlanta, April 24th. All right. And at the uh, Georgia Jam in Duluth on the 27th. Check out our whole tour at michellemalone.com. And then Kevin is in the Netherlands. Well, I'm going, tough. I'm going. Right, right now. <laughs> it's going to be tough to come see you, but April 12th through the 16th. And then uh, going to play the Cochrane Mill Brew Fest, uh, Brewing Fest in Fairburn, Georgia, on May 13th. June in Alpharetta, driving and crying with the Black Crows yeah. at Ameris Bank Amphitheater. Yeah. That's Atlanta's Super Bowl right there. We're all winning. Buddy, <laughs> unbelievable. Look, I don't, I don't know if there's anybody that wants to do any more music, but... I don't know how you top that, but anybody that wants to play anything else, you're, you're I don't more know. than I think we, after. I don't think anybody follows Straight to Hell. Like, it seems like, uh, like I didn't. That's it. I want to hear Ed sing a song. Do oh, you? Well, yeah, say, let's look. hear no, it. No, no, this is, I, I won the Willy Wonka ticket. I got the gold ticket. I get to sit up here and listen to y'all, man. This it's, is awesome. Well, okay. Hold up. Do you, can you make a request? I mean, is that, is that I, I work in radio, so everything's a request, right? I mean, they, they call it on the request line. I got when you seeing Ed, Ed, watch Collective Soul is like going to see it's like cheap trick. It's like every song is a hit. That's yeah, right. They're all hits. Yeah, no doubt. No Come doubt. on, Ed. You can give us one. Yeah. Only Ed can follow straight down. There we go. Uh, where'd Adam go? Oh, he's sneaky. Watch him. He's real sneaky. He's
podcast what an incredible evening thank you all for being here everybody for coming out thank you so much for supporting the the podcast i mean goodness gracious ryan klesko everybody ryan klesko michelle malone everybody kevin kenny everybody yeah and roland everybody yeah Tuck Coward, ladies and gentlemen. Tuck Coward. No, 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 no. Scott Mon is the reason that this thing happened. He told me two weeks ago we were going to do this, and I was like, dude, you're out of your mind. There's no way we're doing this in two weeks, and he turned it around. Well, we do it with a little help from our friends, and we thank you all for being here. Thank Adam you guys Blake, all for being here as well. Live at the Print Shop for, for sponsoring this, and make sure you go check out the episodes of Live at the Print Shop because it's unbelievable. Smith's Old Bar, unbelievable place to be. Yeah. I want to thank uh, 680 The Fan, Diggy Broadcasting, the Atlanta Braves Radio Network, and everybody that came out tonight and everybody for supporting Braves Baseball and great music. Thank you. Have a great thank evening. You. Thank yes, you. sir. Braves Country Podcast. Let's win the World Series again this year, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being here. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.